He no longer heard the songs of the gathered group, but he heard a phantom whisper that rode in on the cold wind as it puffed through the old house, saying, Come now, do follow the old dirt road to thy blessed end. He stepped out the still-open door of the old house. The house appeared to be tattered by the winds and the rain, and the fact that it had been neglected for so many years. He walked outdoors to the right-hand side, finding only the lonely, old, two-rut dirt road once again. He looked back toward the house, only to discover the weathered, wrecked ruin that it now was. The crowd had completely vanished, no sign nor sound from them, only the sound of the whispering wind, and now the phantom voice, saying, Follow the road to your predestined end, my son. Follow the road faithfully. Only the road was now with him. But what was the meaning of it all? Why did he keep moving forward? What compelled him to go on? What would happen if he would only turn back and take his comfort by the warm campfire once again, the one that he left behind? Somehow he just could not do so. He had to keep moving forward. He did not know why, nor did he have any sort of answer, except something on the inside compelled him to move forward into his venture, a predetermined destination that the powers of fate had forced him into by its use of compelling circumstance. To the average mortal man, it would just seem that he happened to find himself there on the old dirt road, and he had no choice but to just deal with the adversity that he was suffering. So he moved on, the wind still puffing its breath upon his face now in gentle puffs, rather than violent thrusts. He lifted his eyes, allowing the warm sun to envelop his face. In the short distance beyond, his eyes caught sight of a small wooded hill. The old dirt road appeared to go right up to the foothill, then vanish. As he ambled forward, in the void, without, he heard the sweet tinkle of a distant flowing creek. As he walked in heavy thrusts from the strength of his exhausted thighs, the weariness in his limbs was nearing the point of being all that he could bear. The throbbing pain that sat heavy inside his breast nearly caused him to collapse face down upon the dirt of the road as he moved forward. He could not endure to make it to the very end, he thought in silence to himself. He forced himself to ignore the vicious throbbing pain and the fact that he was nearly completely out of breath. Finally, he made it to the hillside where the dirt road disappeared beneath the fallen pine straw of many years now past. He struggled to walk up that gently sloping pine straw-covered hillside. He now just could not go on any farther. The weight of his age bore down heavily upon him. He sighed deeply. His great journey must be at its predestined end. He came to rest beside a natural earthen mound that made a comfortable seat behind his back. As he lifted his head, his watering eyes beheld the most venerated of saints now, standing before him, arrayed in a flowing robe of glowing light, with both hands open, palms up, speaking with the voice of the whispering wind, saying, Come, O one of flesh, your time here has found its end. Your journey is now complete. He arose forth, taking the right hand of the robed one, so elaborately clothed in warm, endlessly radiating light, 
yearning for an eternal adventure of glowing extraordinary splendor like no other that any mortal could ever dream, or the most gifted, vivid imagination could ever conceive of. He looked behind himself. He saw his figure slumped there, sitting by the earthen mound. In the distance farther behind tinkled the gentle flow of the creek amidst the gleeful melodies of the cheerful songbirds. Before him sat a small but neglected field of standing flat stone, and the bleached, though moss-splotched Celtic crosses scattered among the small pine trees and those huge ancient live oaks. And on the face of the stone nearest to his slumped figure was carved the name, Johnny Benton, a true saint who abides now in paradise. May his poor soul rest in eternal peace. Nineteen hundred and... All now suddenly vanishes, but the standing weathered stone, amid the elaborate dry-leaf patterns as they toss about in the warm blustery wind, and the old two-rut dirt road.